Well, greetings and welcome to the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast. My name is Harold Nickel. In our initial podcast, Dr. Stephen Goldstein has talked about the economics of healthcare and health insurance and the cost for individuals. This week, we will shift the focus to something more basic but essential, and that is this. When we purchase health care or health insurance in whatever form, just exactly what are we buying? As usual, noted neurologist and founder of the Houston Healthcare Initiative, Dr. Stephen Goldstein, joins us. And so, Dr. Goldstein, let's peel this onion a little bit today, get some of the layers off, and learn, first of all, what is the purpose of the healthcare industry? Well, the obvious answer is to maintain and improve the health of the population. Mm-hmm. However, emphasis has been on the diagnosis and treatment of acute illness and exacerbations of chronic illness. For example, we spend much more time and money treating the complications of high blood pressure, such as heart attack, stroke, and kidney failure, compared to the time and effort we spend finding and treating hypertension in the early stages. Now, there's different types of healthcare that we all buy, and um, one of those is preventative. And I think to the point that you made about hypertension, preventative medicine is a really big, broad topic, but can you give us some of the basics about preventing diseases? Well, the basis of living a healthy lifestyle are well known. Uh, In our stressful society, it is important to decrease the effects of stress on physical and mental health. Mm -hmm. And this can be done by doing cardiovascular exercise and getting proper sleep and doing other stress reduction activities such as meditation, yoga, or tai chi. Proper diet, avoiding obesity, limiting exposure to drugs, cigarettes, and alcohol are also important. This is probably not news to anyone listening. The trick is to promote implementation. Yeah, I think you're right. I I don't think that's that's, uh, news to anybody, and and you're exactly right. Knowing and doing are, are often two different things. Now, of course, a lot of diseases are caused by the individual behaviors and choices that people make every day, the types that you mentioned a moment ago. What, if anything, might you or any physician do about any of these, and how does that impact your business? Well, in the healthcare cooperative, we emphasize physical fitness and healthy lifestyle by providing financial incentives for compliance. I think that's uh, possibly one of the things that has been missing or is missing from other types of uh, health coverage. Is that a fair question or a fair statement? Yes. Acute illness is what I think about when the topic of healthcare comes up, but things like appendicitis have a limited impact on the healthcare industry and the costs. How, how is that or why is that? Well, according to the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, 86% of the $2.7 trillion in actual health care expense is for the treatment of chronic illness, not acute things like appendicitis. Mm-hmm. If we assume a population, say, of 310 million people in our population, chronic illness costs $7,500 a person. 
Right. The Cleveland Clinic shows that lifestyle changes work to reduce costs by using financial incentives to promote the life, healthy lifestyle. They save $15 million in healthcare costs for their employees. We think this will work for our members as well. Wow. That's, um, that's a lot of money no matter, no matter who you are or where, or where you are. Let's talk uh, about another area for coverage, um, injuries. I think an injury can be just about anything from jamming your toe into a, into a door to uh, an automobile crash, a fire, or even a workplace accident. Since the government has a lot of workplace oversight and cooperates with industry, it's probably not a surprise that the job site is typically safer than home. But regardless of where an injury occurs, treating injuries is going to fall to people like you, to doctors. But I wonder if injury impacts the healthcare industry the same way that acute illness does. Yes, uh, I looked up injury costs in 2013 mm -hmm. uh, were $118 million, which sounds like a lot, except the total cost was $2 trillion. Good grief. So that, that's, about, that's about 5%. So injury is not a large driver of out-of-control costs. But nevertheless, many injuries are caused when people are under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Ugh. Lack of sleep is another contributing factor. And thus, we expect our members will experience fewer injuries. Yeah, I know um, from having worked in the chemical manufacturing industry that there's a great deal of emphasis on safety and behavior-based safety. And so um, I, I understand where, where that comes from. Now, let me see if there are any conclusions that uh, we can draw from our conversation today, because it sounds to me like acute illnesses and accidents, while often very, very serious, those aren't really the biggest expenses that people have when they purchase health care. It kind of seems like these other behavior-based ailments like smoking or overeating or drinking, those are the things that really drive a lot of the expenses for the healthcare industry, and we all pay for it. How can the healthcare industry prevent any of these? Well, the healthcare industry can't prevent anything. Mm. Patients need to take personal responsibility for themselves and work with physicians, nurses, and other healthcare providers to maintain and improve their own health. Right. Yeah, right. And I know that those are things that um, at the Houston Healthcare Initiative that um, that you promote actively and offer uh, financial incentives for people who participate. Isn't that right? That is correct. So let's see if there's any conclusions we can draw today. It sounds like acute illnesses and accidents, while often very serious, are not the biggest expenses that people pay when paying for health care. Instead, it seems to me like behavior-based ailments like smoking or overeating and drinking and not exercising, that those are the real drivers behind a lot of the health care expenses that we all pay for. How can the healthcare industry prevent any of these? Well, the healthcare industry can't prevent anything. 
Patients have to take personal responsibility for themselves and work with physicians, nurses, and healthcare providers to maintain and improve health. In our healthcare cooperative, we encourage people to be physically fit and require that they be able to walk a mile in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. In addition, we have a free annual physical examination to try to catch disease early and to monitor things like weight, blood pressure, uh, to try to help the patient who wants to, to get healthier. Yeah, I, I think that's such a good word. And, you know, I always learn a lot when I have a chance to talk with Dr. Goldstein. And, hey, today wasn't any different. Now, if you want to talk with him one-on-one -on -one and start to change some of the things in your life that are making you sick or feel bad, call and make an appointment today. The number is 346 4002789 or you can visit the website at www.houstonhealthcareinitiative.org there is a great deal of information there about the co-op and what it can do for you and of course all the information is available at no cost thank you for listening today please tell your friends and come back next time for another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative Podcast.